Hello, everybody. This is Michael Redden, and this is another episode of the Family Prosperity Podcast. And today we're going to cover uh, uh, a topic that's pretty interesting to me. You know, I get a lot of questions about, you know, why some families fail and succeed, why some family businesses uh, succeed and things like that. And uh, sometimes it's those families in those businesses that you never expected. <clears throat> I am a little bit under the weather, so I apologize for that. But uh, another one of these things is, you know, sometimes when you look at this, especially since, um, depending on which statistic you look at, somewhere between uh, seven and eight of all family businesses are going to fail when those things transition on. And, and uh, a lot of times, you know, I, I think that uh, it's not really luck. Sometimes it's just kind of talent. And let me kind of explain what I'm, what, what I'm meaning to you. Now... When you look at uh, something like sports, okay, this is another kind of one of those areas, there are skill sports and there are talent sports. And if you think about basketball or football, you know, those are those are those talent sports. If you're five foot four and you're trying to go play in the NBA, there used to be a lot of places for that. It's a really rare person now who's 5'4 who can make it in that arena because that's a talent sport. You know, you only can jump so high if you're 5'4. You only can block out so much if you're 5'4. Same thing if you come to the football field, right? On the football field, if you're 120 pounds, you're going to have a little bit of a tough time at it. Whereas someone who's, you know, 250, 6'2", and just pure muscle, you know, they're going to have an easier time at it. You know, that's just kind of how that goes. Um, sometimes uh, people are just God-given and God-blessed with the, with talent to succeed, and those are the tools that got them through regardless of anything. They were just predisposed to it. Like, think about the movie Rudy, even when we're talking about these talent sports, right? In the movie Rudy, you know, he wasn't blessed with that talent. He had a great heart, and he persevered, and he kept fighting at it, and he kept fighting at it. Uh, he achieved some success in the end. You know, He got on the field for one play so he can get in the stats books. Okay, We didn't see him go on to the NFL. We didn't see him win the Heisman or anything like that. And I think if you really look at a lot of those sports movies and those sports stories we know, and even those sports history pieces, in those talent sports, it's going to be really rare that you're going to come across somebody who succeeded despite not having those God-given talents. But, you know, every game out there is not that way. Talent helps regardless of where you're at. But when it comes to skill sports, skill activity, skill-based, it's not always the person with the talent who's going to win most of the time. It helps you. But it's not the core that's there. It's like the icing on the cake, but it's not the dough. And a lot of you might not uh, remember, but um, I coach wrestling at uh, the high school level, and I've coached at the youth level before. And no matter where you look at it, uh, there are lots of stories of this in wrestling. I've seen plenty of kids, plenty, who were not born with immense strength, immense speed. But they go out there on the wrestling mat. And they're able to beat someone who's got superior physical gifts. It's because wrestling is a skill sport. I remember one time in particular at a tournament, I watched a uh, match. 
And one of the kids was out there, you know, this is a youth match, but he had defined muscles, had a little bit of facial hair going on. He had that really built build. And, you know, he was a physical specimen. He was. And he was he was a decent wrestler. He was wrestling this kid who was really gangly, thin, didn't really have a lot of height to him. You look like one of those bean poles and you think, you know, for a physical match, this is going to get interesting, you know. But then they go out there and they go to wrestle and the physical specimen of the kid, he comes out there very aggressive with that power. He reaches out with his arm and he clubs at him. He uh, pulls him by. He goes to grab him, does all those wonderful things, trying to use that strength. But every time that he did that, there was just this graceful move. Matching level, matching strength, matching speed. When I say matching strength, I mean matching that in, matching that intensity a little bit, and just it could, could kind of hang with them. And even when the kid got taken down, and uh, that's you know when he's when he's when he's got the other guy on top of him, and they're, they're kind of moving around with that strength, the kid with. The grace, he just was able to move with it. Sure, the kid would be cranking on him and trying to get him over, but every time he about got him, boom. Just this graceful little movement to get out. And you could tell it was practiced. It was precise. And we see that a lot in sports like wrestling where after someone goes at it and they've practiced that same move a hundred times, thousand times 10,000 times becomes like instinct when they first start out they have their arms flailing out widely make mistakes leave openings and slowly it trims in and gets shorter and shorter and shorter in those skill sports that's what you're looking for that practice, tried, true skill. It can be taught. Anyone, anyone who wants to succeed at it and will put the time in can get it there. They can. To an extent, baseball is the same thing. It's a sport, but it's also an art form. If you can put the time in, you'll get better. And I think that a lot of times, more times out than you could care to acknowledge of those two or three families that make it that you see and you're like, how'd they do it if not, you know, these other folks? It's because of that talent piece. And remember, those stats, they're the same thing at the first generation. If they succeeded, they did, it, it, most of the time, historically, it hasn't helped them on that next generation. The second generation has the same abysmal record. And talent is something that when you're born to, you can't pass on. There's no guarantee that your son's going to be talented just because you are. Your daughter's going to be talented. We've seen it quite a bit going through. There are some elite athletes and elite people like that who their children are just as elite but most of them we don't see their kids coming and following through with that they may still be good have some of those god-given gifts but the talent levels 
still not the same. And if you've heard some of these things too, you know, some people will say things about their family like, you know, that tall gene, that skips a generation. What we're really saying is, you know, we you can't rely on that to come out just because you're a part of the family. And those families can't really rely on that part either, okay? Talent's only going to take you so far. Skills last. Everyone can learn skills. And legacy wealth, dynasty wealth, that piece. That's a skill. That's something you can learn. We know what's there. You can develop it. You can practice it. And if you have talent, it makes it even easier for that generation. You might do an even better job. But don't wait and find out if you're that generation just has that talent to pass it on. If your goal is to have it keep going forward, then you're going to need to develop the skills for when that talent, that gene, skips a generation. No matter how you look at it, there's going to be a generation where they're not just natural business people. When they're not just natural nurturers. Because let's not forget that the talents don't that make you successful aren't always the ones that are the entrepreneur piece. An exceptional entrepreneur actually will keep wealth and you'll grow and prosper, right? It's not the only growth. An average entrepreneur with a great support system where people nurture them in the family because there's a lot of talent that goes with that nurturing. That nurturing might be that thing that carries you on to the next level. And leveraging all of those talents together is definitely a skill. In every family, when you gather them all together, there's going to be talents and skills that you need to succeed. They're there somewhere. Which person has them? Which one of your family members has that skill in business? Which one of your family members has that skill of bringing everyone together? Which one can get through to people? Which one's always there that has that one thing that you need to hear? To move forward. You've got to keep those skills together. And you got to work at it. That's how you leverage those talents. And family governance is no different. you got to come together. you got to decide to do these things. Everyone can learn it. And in those generations. Where you're missing one of them. They're not talented business people. There's no talented nurturers. You can take those folks who aren't talented business people and you can teach them enough skills to get by. Maybe they're not going to become billionaires and take it to three or four levels. But they will be able to learn the skills to manage those who do, to know their limitations, to be good board members. This is a skill game. It's not a talent game. Talent helps. You take a talented guy and you put him out there in one of those skill sports. And he puts in the same amount of work at the same amount of repetition and learns that skill. The talent's going to give him an edge. It's an edge. It's not the reason why he succeeds. 
Or you can take those same people who don't have the talent and those skilled activities. And you can put the repetitions in and you can teach them. They can become good. They can become great. The same thing is true for your business and for your family. So you can teach them to be board members so they can hire a CEO. They can do those kinds of things and they can monitor that. Usually when that happens, their talents lie elsewhere and they're really good at nurturing the family and what's there and the family becomes a stronger bond. If everyone is career and goal-oriented, you can be taught to appreciate and notice where the family needs help, where the family needs a little nurturing to spot problems ahead of time. And just like that, someone can help you and you can be taught to manage someone who creates those family gatherings. Someone who shows the family how to talk. How do you bring those mediators and other people in that teach you those uh, lifestyle skills and how to take care of yourself? I mean, think about it when you look out there in the world. There's no shortage of gurus for business. I think we'd all agree about that. There's also no shortage of gurus out there who are saying, hey, it's not just about the money. How do you become fulfilled in life? How do you keep your family together? How do you handle conflict? They're all out there. What we tend to not do, though, is bring all those skills together. Learn those lessons. Put the time in on the mat and teach everyone. And keep practicing as a family from one generation to the next. That's what we don't tend to do. And... This is a skill sport. I would say the same thing. I mean, think about if you're married, right? You always hear that thing. Marriage is something you got to work at, right? You and your spouse have talents, but you don't have talents everywhere. You got to work at it. The more time you guys spend together, the more time you spend on the mat, it gets better, it gets easier. The communication goes. With that stronger bond, you're able to survive more things. The best results happen when you work together with those shared experiences and you pass those values and things on to your children. No matter where you look at it, that's kind of where it's at. Talent gets you only so far. It's the skills that really make a difference. Skills take practice. If you don't have them, you can definitely find a teacher but then you got to keep committed to them. And don't get discouraged if it takes a while. You had to work on things. You got to work on yourself. You got to work on your family. You had to work on your marriage. And a lot of times it does get worse before it gets better. But when you stick with a skill, you'll get an instinct for it. You'll get a feel for it. It does get easier. It's that same thing we talk about getting outside of your comfort zone, right? We've always talked about that. Everybody hears that. Nobody wants to do it. But you got to get out of your comfort zone even together. It, it makes you vulnerable. It does. But that's where all the growth happens. That's where all the skills are developed. And think about this, too. Everything that your family needs, 
whether it's with your wellness, your investments, your dispute resolution, or your businesses. If you think about it, there's some college somewhere, there's some class out there where people are teaching it. And people come through as that being their major part of study. A lot of people make it through. That means it's a skill. A talent can't be taught. I can't teach someone to be 6'4". I can't teach someone to run a 4440. But you can teach them to swing a golf club. So really think about that. Anything that's missing out there. When you think, you know, I can't do this. My family can't do this. We're not like those other folks. We're not like those other families. Whatever it is that you're missing when you look at it, it's a skill, isn't it? There's someone out there who could learn to solve that problem by going through and being taught. It's not something in their genes. So your family can be taught too. That should make you feel really good. That should make you feel hopeful, inspired. You just got to find the right teacher and bring it together. And you can take your family anywhere. You need to go. Anywhere. And I want everyone thinks about this, too. Leave comments. Send us some emails. Especially if you think there's something you're missing that uh, is a talent rather than a skill. I hope this inspired you a little bit. But we definitely like to hear from you because... Uh, that communication, that teaching part, that's how we all get our skills uh, developed. So thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. We will be back with another episode soon, and hopefully I won't be under the weather anymore.